All peoples, clap your hands and cry to God with shouts of joy. For the bright light of truth has set us free. Let us be as a light to the world and reveal the errors of the world. Jesus tries to bring the light of truth to this village in Samaria. And they reject him because he's going to Jerusalem. Now, the Samaritans who were Israelites, who had mixed with the Assyrians and now had different worship practices than the Jews, were of, the, of ten tribes of Israel. The other two, Judah and Benjamin, they worshipped in Jerusalem. And this is where Jesus is heading. And you hear at the beginning of the gospel, basically he set his face in that direction because he knows what's coming. It's not just another trip to Jerusalem to worship. He's on his way to the fulfillment of the Father's glory and his glorification. So the Samaritan and the Jews have a long history of not getting along. Even though they are of the same blood, they do not get along. And they have different belief systems. The only thing they have in common is the five books of the Bible, the first, the Pentateuch. The Samaritans do not believe in the prophets. They do not believe in the poetic, the Proverbs, the Psalms, those other parts of the Old Testament. These they do not believe. So there's this big separation between them. But Jesus is not going to leave them behind. He's come to preach to all of Israel first. That's who he's called to bring first. The sheep of the father's flock. That fold. His nation. Those are the first he's coming to. So the Samaritans don't want to hear from somebody that's moving on to Jerusalem to worship because they just don't want to hear it. Because they think they already know what they're going to hear. Now Jesus was traveling forward, heading on, and his his disciples are saying, aren't you going to do anything about this, basically? And they said, let's, let's do this to them for rejecting you. No. The light of Christ just continues on. He's on a mission, and he's not going to be dissuaded by anything. So he rebukes them. Because that's not what he's about. He's not about getting even. He's not about retribution. He's about sharing the truth. 
God's kingdom with all mankind. So as he's traveling along, he's approached with people that want to follow him. And we hear about Elijah going to Elisha to have him become his protege, to take over for him. And that's a different type of scene because there's time. There's a different type of situation. And when Elisha goes back home, being a rich person, he gets rid of what would hold him behind. Those 12 oxen, I'm thinking, hey, sounds like the 12 tribes of Israel to me. But that's a lot of oxen. That is gold. And what does he do? He offers it and feeds everyone. They're celebrating that he's going on to be a holy man. So we see people come to follow Jesus, but it's different because Jesus is telling people, and he tells one in particular, basically, I have no place, I have nothing, I have no place to lay my head, and this is what you're coming into. And they may have even seen the rejection at the Samaritan village. There's been attempts to stone Jesus. So if these people have been following him for a little while and now want to become a disciple, he's telling them this is, this is the way it really is. It's tough. There's no looking back. He has no place to call home. You've got to be single-minded and determined. It's about preaching the gospel. He even tells one of them, go and share. And then someone else that wants to just go and say goodbye to their family, says it's like when you're plowing a field. I know we've kind of left the age of plowshares, but I've been unlucky enough to be behind one. It's a smelly business, um, especially if it's a donkey. Well, actually a mule. Um, and if you keep looking back to see if you're going straight, that animal's going to veer. So you don't look back. You plant your plowshare, and you're pushing while the animal's pulling, and you're just going in as straight a line as you can. And then when you look back is when you're turning to do the next furrow. That's when you look back. Because then you got to make a pass back. And then at least you have that, uh, that first line to follow. But Jesus is saying, this is the way it is. So once you know the truth, you've accepted the truth, you leave everything behind. All the sins of the past, all the beliefs of the past, a lot of friends and family, you leave them behind. 
because you've decided you're going to go in one direction and follow the truth and share the truth and that your mission is to preach the gospel of God. So as I finish, there's a saying about, uh, well, it's actually something you used to tell the horse or the mule. And it's plow on, plow on. Not that they understand you. They more understand the whip. Well, actually the reins. Uh, But that means just keep going forward. Just keep going forward. And every time that there's a victory from sharing that truth, it's nice to celebrate. Elisha celebrated. God broke bread with his friends. He went to a wedding in Cana. He celebrated auspicious moments. Fine, celebrate. But don't think that anything that you've done in the past makes you unworthy. Because once you follow Christ, you follow Christ, you don't look back and you plow on. Amen.